Welcome to Let's Talk Frog. Welcome to this episode of the Let's Talk Brock podcast. Today we are joined by Jasmine, a graduate um, with a BA in sociology and a master's in social justice and equity programs at Brock. Jasmine recently started law school at the University of Sydney, Australia, and has a love for social research and policy making. While a student at Brock, she has um, been on several, um, been a part of several campus jobs, volunteered with various organizations, and was a member of many clubs. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, we're so excited to hear about your Brock experience, so we'll hop right into it. Uh, can you tell me about your experience in the sociology program and why you loved it so much? Sure. Um, so um, as I, I gave a heads up to Carly ahead of time, but so I started at Brock in the accounting program and I had known within like the first month or two, by the time Merchams came around, I was like, I'm not doing this. I hate this so much. And I'm not good at math, so I don't know what made me think I would be good in accounting. Um, so around first semester, um, I started asking around to see what other programs would be available to me. I knew I'd be in probably the social science realm um, because I loved um, journalism, law, and that type of thing. Um, and I also just had a different type of calling, I guess is what you could call it, in terms of what I wanted to do with my life. Um, and politics was a huge part of that. And I didn't really necessarily want to go into political science because um, it was super specific. And I wasn't sure if that's what I really wanted to focus on altogether. So I actually spoke to my business law TA. Um, and she was the one who recommended sociology to me. And um, she also had gotten her degree from Brock. And she was like, it's really fun, really easy. Um, and just like talk around about it. So by the time second semester rolled around in my first year, so I ended up finishing my first year of accounting and I debated between psychology and sociology and I just liked how general sociology was. Um, it was touches on a lot of different things depending on where you want to specify. So yeah, I ended up switching into sociology at the end of my first year and then transitioned throughout the summer. And I absolutely loved it. So I did sociology with a concentration in criminology, which now Brock has a full criminology program, which is really cool. I wish I had that back in the day. But um, <laughs> either way, I still kind of got to dip my fingers in everything I liked. So depending on what I focus on. So I focused a lot of my undergrad on um, immigration and um, on sex worker rights is kind of where um, I had my fingers in and where I kind of laid my priorities um, but you take everything, intro to crim, I took a class on moral panics, um, uh, the war on drugs, all all types of things, depending on what you want to do. Um, so I really, really enjoyed that. And the cool thing is, because Brock is kind of like mid-sized, smaller university, um, you know your professors a lot more. So they were the ones who really like reined me in and like kept me interested because they really loved teaching their students about their specific field of research. Um, so they kind of motivate you um, to keep going. Um, and so I became close with a one prof in particular. Her name is Mary Beth Rodden, Dr. Mary Beth Rodden. Um, she's the sweetest person on this planet. And I ended up within the sociology program being her research assistant. And she was the one who kind of steered me in a direction. So towards the latter half of my degree, I focused a lot on poverty reduction, um, specifically within the Niagara region. So that's what our research focused on. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to like 
completed or anything because of COVID and there was just too many restrictions throughout the government and sort of that sort of thing. Um, but it was really great to kind of have an amalgamation of what I wanted to do professionally and put it in, in into academia as well. So I got a good mix of both within the program. Yeah, that's super cool. And so what made you want to continue your studies to complete a master's of social justice and equity? So I actually hadn't even thought about doing a master's at all. Um, I was kind of just going to take like a burner year and like figure out what specifically I wanted to do because I knew I wanted to work in policy and that sort of thing. But I wasn't really sure how to get there and like what to do necessarily. So I just kind of kept it on the back burn. And that's when uh, Dr. Radden kind of took me under her wing and was like, have you thought about it? Like, just think about it. See how it goes. Um, and she really pushed me. So I ended up like super last minute. Like I had missed the deadline for most master's programs because um, you generally apply in like November, December. Mm -hmm. And I was out here, like, writing my application in January. <laughs> so I had missed most of the deadlines. So Brock was kind of, like, my only one of very few options that I had left. Um, but I loved the program anyway um, because it wasn't super specified. And I had um, a liking. I guess I'm not a liking, but I had an urge to, like, work in social justice anyway. Mm -hmm. And I had previously done internships elsewhere that um, worked in non-government organizations and charities. Um, so I really like the atmosphere of that. So I kind of just thought, you know, like if I'm not doing anything, like what's the worst that could come out of it? Um, so I submitted a proposal for a photography project, which I didn't end up doing. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how I went into it. Um, Dr. Radden really pushed me into that uh, master's and I'm super glad I did it. It took a little longer than expected um, just because of COVID and transitioning online and reconfiguring research. Um, but at the end of the day, I finished, I finally finished last month. Congratulations. So, thank that's you. Um, so that's kind of where I wanted. And in my undergrad, I had always really liked research. What kind of research was kind of where I was iffy on, on terms of where I wanted to land in research. Um, but the, my master's really helped me figure out what I really liked, um, and what type of research I wanted to focus on. Very cool. So now you're transitioning to law. Um, can you tell us about any experiential education? opportunities that led you there? How did you realize you wanted to study law? So I spent the good um, last half of like my undergrad convincing my parents that I didn't want to do law. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to do it. Like, and I come from a very um, South Asian household <laughs> that is very much like into professional degrees. So they had no idea where my undergrad or my master's would take me, but I had convinced them that I wasn't doing law. So as I started doing research into what policy entailed, um, I had enough education to kind of back me up in terms of where I wanted to specify, mm -hmm. but I didn't think I had enough of a legal background to really dip my toes into there and to really understand the field in its um, totality. So a good friend of mine who was former VPEA while I was Brock, um, Nibby, she just like spurred the moment called me. I do a lot of things spur the moment. I don't think about it very much. Um, and she called me in December and she goes, I think you should apply for law school. You don't have to write the LSAT. Like just try it out. Um, and I know that I don't necessarily want to be a lawyer. Um, but I did think there was benefits to having a law degree that would go beyond 
mm-hmm. um, just policy in itself. Um, it's kind of a weird system of I really battled with. I don't love the feel of of law or the social justice, the criminal justice system in general. When you go through criminology and sociology as an undergrad, you really see the faults in the whole system. So I had kind of convinced myself, like, why would I want to be part of an institution that I really don't like? Like, why would I want to defend within that? Um, so I battled that for quite a while. And then I kind of thought it, it's one of those, like, to beat them, you have to join them situations. So I ended up uh, applying really late in December and got my acceptance <laughs> by, like, mid-January and started in February. Oh, that's <laughs> it all happened. It was very quick. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful that I was able, my, my parents are helping me pay for it. So yeah, it would, couldn't have come at a better opportunity, but yeah, it was, it was just kind of that, like, if I really want to make a difference, like, how am I going to do that? Um, mm-hmm. and it seemed like the law degree was a good route to take, to get there. Um, and education never fails anyway. So, yeah. um, I've always been a learner my whole life. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more about that experience now? And how did Brock prepare you for this new experience going on right now? Uh, Brock did a lot of good things for me. (laughs) Um, One, there was enough opportunities at Brock around to figure out um, where I wanted to lie my priorities. Um, So with um, for example, when I did Smart Start and being a Brock ambassador, um, I love talking to people. I love um, helping people and like getting and like encouraging folks in that realm and trying to get them to their goals. So that was one area that I really liked. Um, being a research assistant in the sociology department um, and the social justice department, I knew I really loved that um, curiosity in me to kind of find ways to fix things or how to make things better. Um, and just all around, most of my experiences at Brock, um, whether they're through academia or outside academia, have given me some type of life skill. Um, whether that's presentations, um, um, great communication skills, team building, any of those sort of things, which all of those, now that I'm almost done my first semester, <laughs> um, have really taught me how important those things can be, especially within my undergrad, um, my criminology professors specifically, um, they really gave good instructions on how to accurately write. And a part of that is because since Brock is so um, small or like medium-sized universities, not a lot of kids going around, um, professors were able to really focus in on what my skills were and give better feedback than I think I would have probably gotten at a bigger university. And not to knock on those, but it ended up serving as an advantage um, because they really taught me how to write accurately. Um, and right within the field that I wanted to be in. So gearing me into that policy and law background, now that I'm in law school, I realized just how appreciative I am of the time they took to really teach me and not just simply kind of give me a grade and move along. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Brock is the place to be. I totally agree with you there. Um, With all this experience, what is your end goal at this point? Um, The end goal, I'm not a huge planner as we've Yes, that's <laughs> um, uh, so I don't really um, necessarily have any goals. I guess the short-term goal is really to just get through my first year. If I ever make it to Australia, we'll find out. Yes. <laughs> um, but in long-term, I guess 
um, ideally speaking, if I were to say, what am I going to do after law school? I would love to be working in policy, either in the government or with NGOs um, and uh, working on policy advocacy and social research in that type of realm. Um, so that's kind of the end goal, um, depending on where I want to be. I don't know if I'll write the bar. <laughs> that's a problem for three years away. Yeah. So I don't know if I'll write the bar and actually ever become a lawyer, um, but I definitely wanted to get my JD just to kind of supplement whatever I already know. Yeah, very cool. So what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone interested in the law field and would like to pursue education similar to yours? Oh, wow. Um, Big question. I would say keep your options open. Okay. Um, there are a lot of students who I came across, whether in my year or subsequent years, who are like just really afraid to like ask for opportunities. The worst that's going to happen is they're going to say no. Like it's the worst thing that they could possibly say, in which case you just move on. Um, but never be afraid to like ask your professors or like departments around the school of opportunities to get involved. Um, I did that constantly and I'm pretty sure profs hated me for it sometimes. Um, but like the worst they said was I don't have an opportunity. So like maybe later or I don't have anything to offer you. So it really just depends. Um, like one of my all-time favorite things to be involved in was through um, Brock's Human Rights and Equity Department. And we did the, it was a government mandated um, evaluation committee on um, sexual assault programs and practices within the university, which I got to be co-chair of. So I wrote the report, which is available on the website, um, along with a great team of people. Um, and that was kind of like a evaluation and research project where we went through all the programs that Brock offers for um, survivors um, and respondents of it. Um, and it was literally just me emailing the department being like, do you have anything available that I can get involved in? And they just send you all these cool opportunities. So I, my one piece of advice is just don't be afraid to ask, like just keep your options open and be ready for anything if an opportunity comes your way and be flexible with it. Even if it's not something you think you might not be into or that might pertain to your career goals, um, at the end of the day, there's always going to be one or two lessons that come out of it that are going to help you in the long run. Yeah, very cool. I love that. Um, so for our next question, a little bit more about your Brock experience. We'll take a step back. You held various jobs on campus. Can you tell me about those rules, how they're impactful, um, and maybe any clubs you're also a part of, so the extracurriculars? Sure. So the first job I ever had on campus was actually working at the student, the undergrad student union. And I was a receptionist there. So I didn't like have any like, like super serious. It was like maybe six hours a week, um, but it gave me good spending cash. Um, but that was the job where I learned like almost everything about the university um, because I was frontline. I learned a lot from the executives in terms of what opportunities were available, what I could look forward to in the future, that type of thing. Um, and then eventually I joined as a Smart Start team leader and I learned about that job through our VPSS at the time in my second year, Maddie Wasink. And I became part of the Brock Smart Start team and I worked there for the summer. Then I became a Brock ambassador and just started learning everything about the university. So and I probably could tell you everything about that university inside out. <laughs> Um, but it was a great way to network with the university. So I, you know, I got to know like the head of research and um, the VPs and the presidents of the university, which was really cool. 
Um, and they teach you like little tips and tricks and great networking um, along the way, especially if you really want to stick within the post-secondary realm afterwards, which I had thought about for a quick minute there. Um, they're good connections to make. Um, other clubs I was part of, so I did Brock Dance for a while, which is just kind of something to alleviate stress mm -hmm. um, and that type of thing. So I did that for a couple years. Um, and within the last, well, actually within my master's and the last year of my undergrad, um, there we had like an influx of South Asian students coming in which was really, really cool because when I joined Brock, there wasn't that many of us kicking around. Um, so by the time I had gotten to my last year, we had enough South Asian kids to throw like massive events. So we had the Indian Student Association, um, the Pakistani Student Association, and there was one other one, I think. Um, I think it was the BSA maybe. Um, but there was a bunch of South Asian clubs that came together and just threw these massive events for us. And it literally felt like a wedding. It was the most amazing thing ever. And it felt really inclusive, which was really good. So one of the things I loved about um, Brock at that point was there were there's literally a club for everything and anything. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're looking to meet similar minded people or you just want to be more in touch with your roots or whatever it is, there's definitely like a club out there for you. Oh, that's amazing. You have had quite the experience at Brock. So I hope all our incoming students listening to this are encouraged and know that there's so much to get involved in. But thank you so much for joining us and sharing your Brock experience with us today. No problem. And um, I hope that I can be of some type of help to some students coming in. I know going into university can be a little nerve wracking, but I promise your professors are a lot nicer than what the rumors tell you. Um, so never be afraid to ask for, for help or opportunities to get involved. There you go. Yeah, words to live by, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jasmine. Great, thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, you can contact us by email at futurestudent at brocku.ca.